Ready? Yes. Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Stand up to home. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm attorney Don Simpson. And how dare you, sir? How dare you? What are you talking you about? You are not welcome on this podcast. I'm shutting it down. Wait. Uh, this will be seized and handed over to the estate of Blurk Shirton. Wait, Blurk Shirton? Blurk Shirton is now the recipient of this estate and uh, the owner of the podcast. You are not allowed to speak on it anymore. Uh, how dare you, you son of a bitch! What you are you had talking to go about? And sleep. You had to go and sleep with Mr. Shirton's wife, sir. You slept with Miss Lambert, I and now uh, their marriage is a shambles and a lie. And uh, just like your podcast, which is now mine. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I never had sex. You know with exactly, Lambert. sir. You know exactly. With a Fourth of July barbecue, you went down by the <laughs> lake to write a song, and the song that was written was "Shame, Sir." Shame <laughs> was the name of the song that was written, and that is what you did. Uh, this is the uh, law offices of Don Simpson. Uh, you will be hearing from us again, you son of a bitch. Okay, thanks, Don. Brian, he's gone, clearly. R- Brian, that was awkward as shit. Did you hear any of that? You, you, you dick. Well, I didn't. Why? I, but I didn't You even had to go. Now we're owned by Blurk's shirt, and he's going to put chairs with fucking wheels in here and <laughs> buttons so he can spin around and judge us and uh-huh. probably invite Adam Levine and Christina Aguilera by to, to shit in the bathroom and stink it up. Do you think maybe they'll invite God Gwen Stefani over for like one visit and no, then kick her out? No, they won't. No, <laughs> they will not invite her. She's not allowed in here. I have some say. Okay. No, Stefani. But but Carrie no. Underwood can come, right? As long as you're not here, yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. You're not have sex with her. We Carrie Underwood Ruin too. It. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. You're a monster, man. You're vicious. <laughs> you're cruel. You destroyed their love. I I did no such thing. I've always you supported tramp. Miranda and Blurk Shirton. You you hus. Oh, apparently you supported them too much. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say. Supported them too much, and uh, it's awful. And now we're, now we're owned by Blurk Shirton. Great. Son of a bitch. Well, you know what has to happen. I have to drink heavily is what has to happen. It's already happening. Well, that's going to be step one. And then step two is I think you're going to have to sleep with Blurk Shirton. No. You get yep. his stubbly balls. Not me. <laughs> I will have none of them, sir. You, how, do you know, uh, how, you, how do you know he has stubbly balls there, Brian? Uh, word gets around in the country music groupies section. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I know uh, from personal experience about the downy, soft joys of Tim McGraw's goatee, but you, you can enjoy Blurk Shirton and all of his disgustingness. So you can apologize. I'm not apologizing. I didn't do anything wrong. Although, since the news has broke, they are filing for divorce. Uh, I'm thinking maybe we should move to uh, Nashville area. Just you know, hang out for a little while. You know, you do the show from there for a little bit. I'm just just saying. There's a do not let her yoko us. God damn it. <laughs> now, now Miranda's not as bad as Carrie Underwood, though, right? I thought you liked Miranda. Actually, I want to back that up. As long as she'll write songs with me, then I'm fine with that. Can she write songs with us or just you? No, just me. So what do I get? Oh wait, I know what I get. Never mind, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I think you already got what you get. <laughs> I get at least a talented songwriter. Ha, burn, burn. <laughs> So, uh, I drink burns. So, and it uh, burned you. 
do you think we're gonna get like an epic uh, country music like like do you think it's gonna get heated? Do you think there's gonna be like some sort of like music battle going on between uh, Blurk and Miranda now that they're uh, Splitsville? Oh yeah, their next ne- the next album from Blurk will be entirely about oh which songs about Miranda, and the next album from Miranda will be like which songs about Blurk, uh-huh. and I will not give a shit either way. Um, probably listen to Miranda Lambert stuff because it's good, and Blurk shirt and stuff ain't terrible. So yeah, I will. I, you know, I'd, I'll probably wind up hearing both of them. So whatever. So there's other big news in the world though that we need to talk about, other than Miranda and Blurk shirt and getting a divorce. Because you slept with Miranda. Yeah, yeah. So, shut okay. up. Shut up. Oh, now we're not going to talk about it. Fine. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, what else happened, Seth? What else? Who else did you ruin? I, I'm so glad you asked that way, Brian. I believe I ruined you because it has officially been one year since we started this uh, this lovely little show. Has it? It has. Our first, the maiden voyage, as it as it were named, uh, set sail on July 19th of uh, of 2014, and here we are. Just a few days past that in 2015. So happy anniversary, buddy! I like that you celebrated our anniversary by sleeping with Miranda Lambert. That's, <laughs> that's really classy. <laughs> well, good, I, good let me ask you. Let me ask you. What did you get me? Um, that's what I thought. Well, that's what I, I just, thought. Now I no. Now I just feel bad. Yeah. Um, I got you a Blurk shirt and CD, but oh. obviously you're not going to want that now. So actually, uh, you'd be no surprised good. that that makes some really good uh, love making music. Um, when you're with uh, Miss Miranda. Oh, that's just mean and <laughs> cold. But no, yeah, right. We have been we've been going for a year now. Yep, um, one year. And apparently, some people are still listening. Someone's listening to it. I know, I right? Uh, by the way, um, I I actually went back uh, prepping for this. I actually went back and I I I did. I listened to our. I started to listen to our our first episode, and it is, it is a little different. It. Uh, First of all, we didn't have a song. I don't know if you remember. We didn't have that catchy uh, "Everybody" by us um, <laughs> that uh, that leads us in every every show. That, it, is, that is a good catch. Yeah, that, that's definitely very helpful to have that. It was scary. Like I started it and I was doing something else. I just hit play, right, and mm. and just just out of nowhere, it's all of a sudden. It's just it's me and and, and we we were definitely. Uh, you could tell we were we were green, man. We were new. It was. Um, we spent about the first five minutes uh, telling people how they could find us on social media. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm surprised we actually had people listen beyond that. <laughs> As opposed to now, where we spend the first five minutes screaming at each other about how you fucked a, a, cele- a country music celebrity. And We've uh, come so far, really. We, we really We've have. We've come so far. But at least the screaming match is led into by that wonderful song of ours. So... That's true. The song is a nice lead in. I'm I'm glad we have the song. And actually I gotta say what tops it off is uh is is having John Goodman intro us every every time. That that really that really I think sets the tone from where we were to where we are. I just want to set a goal really for our second year. We should have John Goodman on. Like that should be a thing we do. That's I mean, a lot of He's on our goal. show really without knowing it. We should just get John Goodman to come on our show. Be like, Hey, John Goodman, what are you doing? You wanna come on and talk and basically listen to me ask you eight million questions about the Big Lebowski. Would you like that? <laughs> now, Come is he still down. out here in L.A. or does he live elsewhere? Do you know? I, I mean, all actors, I think, have at least one place in L.A. and then live elsewhere. But I, I think he does. No, yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in enough stuff now. I know he's got a show uh, that films here. So yeah. Wait, like a TV show? No, is that one on Amazon? Uh, 
the one on Amazon where he where the the lead character is like in charge of a university or something. Uh, I could be wrong. I haven't watched it, obviously. That would be a really <laughs> man. Yeah, come on our show, John Goodman. We don't know anything about what you're doing <laughs> now, but let us ask you about what you were doing in the '90s back yeah. when we liked you. Hey, maybe if I he came like on this show and promoted his Amazon show, then yeah, you know, people know about it. We would do an entire episode about it, John Goodman. We would it's do true. nothing but talk about your show. It's true. In glowing and obscure terms because we don't know anything about it. We'd be like, I love that scene where <laughs> you do that stuff. Oh, man. It's so good. And probably a lot of dick references, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the sex scenes are so hammy. Oh, <laughs> man. So deliciously hammy. I love them. They're so good. Speaking uh, speaking of ham, yes, uh, have you uh, have, have you have you have you heard about what's going on in the South, the home of ham? <laughs> I don't know. That honestly felt like the right segue to make, and as <laughs> I made it, it inst- I, it was it was like when you do something you just know you're not supposed to do, but you realize it as soon as you've finished action or finished saying yeah. words, and you're just like, like when, when you're down by the lake on the 4th of July and you know you shouldn't put your dick in Miranda Lambert, <laughs> you do, and you're like, I shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done that. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, a little like kinda. that, isn't and it? And so you just finish anyway, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, let's forage on into the home <laughs> of ham. <laughs> so, yeah, the South is kind of, uh, well, I, I was going to say it's falling apart, but... Let's be honest, it's just kind of status quo. It's like drifting. Um, Everything ever since the Civil War, it's like the universe. It's expanding and drifting after the explosion that was the Civil War. So, yeah. Yeah, there's some crazy-ass shit going on down there, though, man. It's uh, it's And and it wasn't all spurned on by uh, by the whole gay marriage thing, which is what I really thought would have done it. Oh, yeah, I, I think um, that's definitely part of it, but you're right. It is a, there's the other, the other issue I think is bigger with them. Tell us about it. Um, well, Eric, uh, <laughs> it's about uh, the Confederate flag. The, I guess it took, all, you know, years and years they've had that thing flying over the Capitol in North Carolina, South Carolina. One of the Carolinas, let's be honest. I think de- definitely definitely South and probably both. Probably both. They probably got it. Right. And, and for years, I've always used the Confederate flag to identify douchebags. Um, you know, sure. if you've got one on the back of your truck, I'm like, oh, probably a douche. Or, or Leonard Skinner fans. Or that's true. Or Leonard Skinner fans. Um, eh, I was gonna make a joke about how it's kind of the same thing, but I actually dig Leonard Skinner, so never mind. I know you do. That's why I set you up to hurt yourself. <laughs> no, I'm also a douche. So yeah, no, no, it's true. I'll, 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 I'll fall on that uh, douche grenade there. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, that was the big issue. Is like, I guess they've decided to take it down. And uh, man, uh, you would have thought that allowing two dudes that love each other to get married would piss southerners off way more and it has it clearly has but uh man telling them they can't fly a flag uh that's kind of a symbol of well i mean yeah it's a symbol of the south and i mean i i certainly think like the civil war is a catchy issue right like like how do you feel about the civil war seth um, I feel like it shouldn't be a fucking catchy issue. <laughs> I feel like it's history, first of all. Well, yeah. It's not something that is still happening. But depending on who you ask, it still is. Um, They're going to rise again. They're going to do it. They are. They're going to rise again. Um, to answer your question about my thoughts on the Civil War, I don't have many other than the fact that it is one of those things where in, I think, 85% of our country, it's understood that that is something in history books that we went through. And we went through it 
for many reasons, but of course the most publicized one and the one that like the most like clear bullet point excuse explanation whatever was you know the battle for slavery and whatnot. Um, yes, obviously there. I mean, there's way more. There was way more going on politically as well, but that's the one that that's the one that bubbles up. The one that everybody um, likes to like haul out is like, oh, they fought for states' rights, and I always like to be, yeah, the right to make other people property. That's <laughs> yeah. the state right that they wanted to have. So. I mean, yes, it was about states' rights and the federal government telling you what to do, but the federal government was telling you, you can't own um, Jim. You can't own Jim. Jim's a person. <laughs> and the South being like, I feel like I should be allowed to own Jim. And we went, <laughs> no, you can't. And then they fought a war over it. Right. Uh, well, actually, what happened is the South was like, fuck you, North, we're out. And they just actually, like, here's here's the trick that I have with the Civil War. Um Technically, if you fought for the South in the Civil War, you're a traitor. Right. Like, I know there are a lot of people that would uh, lynch me uh, and probably wear white sheets while they did it um, (laughs) because they're Southern and they're racist um, because of what I said. But, I mean, honestly, the the South decided during the Civil War, hey, fuck you, America. We don't want to be part of you anymore, which is kind of treason. Like, that's the whole point of, of, like, treason. Like, if... If if those of us in Southern California just decided, screw you, America, we want to be part of Mexico, people would declare us traitors, and right. rightly so. Same thing happened during the Civil War. So really, to me, the, the, the flag of the Confederacy, while an important historical artifact, is a traitor's flag to me. Yes. I, I've, I've always considered it that. Um, I, it's really cool looking. I will give them that. Whatever... Uh, designer they had who was probably secretly a gay interior designer. That's saying. actually real quick before you before you go further because I this was something I wanted to mention when you pointed out the fact that we we both kind of thought that it would be two dudes getting married being legally able to get married would be what would set the South aflame. <laughs> right. Um. But it is funny that what it boils down to is uh, what really got their panties in a bunch was us telling them. How they could and could not decorate their area. It it call, <laughs> all comes down to decorations sure. and decor, and they're like, "Oh shit, no, son, you did not take that away. That just that pulls the whole state together." That's true. That was their was that gay impression from like 1970. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just like, "Was that Bruce Valanche? What just happened there?" <laughs> It but was, anyway, uh, it was, yes, it was really Lynch. it was really close to uh, uh, oh Jesus wh- uh, what was that guy's name he was uh, he, uh, the the alien from uh, American Dad is is Patterson oh Roger yes yes yeah, what is what is that uh, what is it what what is that el- that old comedian though that was uh, he was always in Secret Square uh, what was uh, Paul oh, Lind yeah who was Paul it? Lind yeah Paul Lind yeah that's apparently I was channeling a little bit of Paul Lind and just made him slightly more southern. No, I think yeah, I was actually pretty spot on Paul Lind impersonation. Um, <laughs> Yay. But yeah, no, I, I do think that's kind of ironic that uh, basically they're pissed about interior decorating of their state and, yeah, uh, decorating it like um, people that want to own people. I, right. I don't think they want to own people. I, I, think I, I honestly think the South is like over that. They're like, we don't want to own people. But I mean, I and I get part of their thing where they're like, my great great grandpappy fought for the South, and I'm proud of that fact. And I'm like, I'm glad that you're proud of your racist great great grandfather. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm proud of my racist grandpa too. You know, he he was definitely a racist, but I was proud of him. So whatever, right. I get it. But that doesn't mean you get to fly a flag, you know, wherever the hell you want. You can still fly him, by the way, on your home. 
not like right. we ban the flag like anybody that has it. Like if you personally are like bonerifically in love with Robert E. Lee and you demand that you should be able to fly his flag on your front lawn, go for it. We'll all just know that means you're crazy. Cool, awesome. Right. Just be like, okay, there you go. But just flying it over the state capital, like the state that includes African-American people in it who are free and not owned by anyone using a symbol for right now for for using a stim a symbol of a country because they were a separate country briefly right um, that used to own them i feel like that's wrong i'm glad that that went away (laughs) yeah i feel like though we should be able to you know i we do have listeners in the south um like two well okay after after that like one but I do want to say something to kind of put their minds at ease. We may have gone through a time, folks, down there. We may have gone through a time now where where the the Confederate flag is not going to be flown, you know, publicly at government properties anymore. But I promise you, I will fight to the death to defend your right to keep your truck nuts. That is that is good. Nobody's taking your truck nuts. I, I don't think anybody wants to touch their truck nuts. Uh, to be honest with you, I think I can keep it. Uh, and and I'll be honest, they're probably not coming for your guns either. So let's just cool it with that shit. They're they're not coming for your guns. They're not. They 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 they're really not. No. Oh, that's the they thing are. I keep, Come on. I keep seeing all this stuff about they're coming no. for my guns, and I I've yet to hear it happen. No, I've they're coming for my guns. Legislation they're doing that it. wants us to. They want to make sure we're not, you know, woohoo crazy with a Confederate flag. You, you've heard yeah. of of but, Operation. Um, uh, fuck, I can't remember its name. Uh. There's this operation that's happening in Texas that everyone's like all worried about. It's this military exercise. They're using like, like a couple divisions of the U.S. military is, is having an uh, <clears throat> an army exercise in Texas. Okay. And everyone in Texas and like Dallas is freaking out, and they're convinced, like convinced on social media. I've seen this that this is it. They're coming. Obama is finally going to come and take their guns and put them in death camps. It's happening. Oh my god. It's on, guys. Uh, it's on. Part of me. So yeah, you. You keep making your funny little jokes <laughs> about how they're not coming for our guns. They're coming for our guns. It's happening. It's going to start in Texas and then spread. You watch. Unless we elect Donald Trump. President, oh, my God. Okay. How have we not talked about that yet? That's Trump 2016. That's the only segue I have for that, and I think it's the only one we need. Holy shit. Yep. What, okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you, because I have, I have my take on this. Um, batshit crazy. Or brilliant <laughs> publicist because he has been in the news nonstop since making his announcement. And yes, it's all bad publicity, quote unquote. I'm using air quotes for those of you that can't see me, like everyone. But it is, uh, I don't know. Like it, I feel like it's one of those things where I could, li- I, he's not going to win. But um, I, I just is feel like. Is he not? I don't think so. I, th- I honestly. He's leading. What? He, he's leading. Wait, wait. On in the rep- in the Republican, in the Republican side, polls sure. In Iowa, of in, course. In the Republican polls in Iowa, he is the top-rated candidate by five percentage points, a huge lead. Twenty right. out of out of a hundred out of a hundred people polled in Iowa, twenty-five of them think that Donald Trump should be our president. Which is why I think that we're going to end up with either Hillary or uh, is it Bernie Sanders? Is that the uh, the libertarian or Bernie. Kind of guy that that he's president Bernie? Let it be. Come he's on. actually he's actually making some strides. Like I don't know if he'll if he'll if he'll actually have a run, but this feels like the first time that an uh, is, is he an independent libertarian? What is he? 
I think he's like under the under the Democrat right now. I I think, but he is really an independent. And I, as far as I know, he's really kind of running independent. I think he should keep that. Um, I think the Democrats are going to run Hillary. That's just what they're going to do, and right. that's fine. I I don't think I'm going to vote for. Her. I I don't care for all of her politics. I like some of what she has to say. Um, you I'd just don't like that her. she's a woman. Don't lie. No, it's time we had a woman be president. Like seriously, Pakistan has had a woman president, and we haven't. Wow, it's time. When when a, when a Muslim co- we don't get to call Muslims anti woman anymore because they've had a female prime minister of their country and we Yikes. still haven't even had a woman vice president. Think think it's about never that. Never happened. Think about that for a second. And this may get you know this may get the NSA on us like crazy. Sure. Uh, you can officially say that that the a Muslim state or a Muslim country is has been uh, more progressive than us now. Not just any Muslim state. The Muslim state that was harboring Osama bin Laden in its borders elected a woman yeah. president before we did. So, yeah, next time you want to call Muslims sexist, just remember that they've had a woman prime minister and we haven't. And that actually, like, <clears throat> like I actually did some research on this the other day. There have been five women prime ministers of Muslim countries. We're, like, way behind. Wow. Not that I think that should just automatically let Hillary be it. Like, I, I like Bernie, actually. I like Bernie, and your not-Jewish Jewish mother <laughs> should like Bernie, too, because he's Bernie. Yeah. He's Bernie, and he's a good Jewish boy, even if he's a little older. How old is he, anyway? Like, in his 70s, What's think, the oldest, uh, 60s, do you, you're 70s. a history guy, what's the oldest U.S. president we ever had? Um, I think it was in his 70s. Was it, was it Herbert Walker? Was it, was it the first Bush? Uh, I know the first Bush was up there, and so was Eisenhower. Both of those guys were old. And then Andrew Jackson was pretty old, I think, when he was president, but I don't know how old. Back then, being old was like, I'm 32. Oh, you must have lived <laughs> a long time and not died of dysentery. You're so old. So, I mean, old old in the 1820s was like middle age now. That's like MTV generation now. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, I don't know who the oldest president is, actually. I don't. I, I fail Man, in history today. That's um, sad. That is but, sad. Uh, but yeah, Bernie, Bernie could potentially be it. Why not have an old Jewish guy as your president? What could he be good with money? Come no. on. That's racist to say, wow. but whatever. They're good at it. <laughs> the guy, uh, w- Jewish people are good with money. It, it's a thing. It is a thing. And I'm sorry, if that's your racial stereotype, <laughs> embrace it. Please. If someone would get over the Irish are drunk and be like, Irish people are good chefs, I'd be like, yes, yes, we are. No, we get, Irish people get, oh, you're Irish, you're drunk. Or if you're Scottish, they get, oh, you must know William Wallace. Those are the two stereotypes I get to live with. So I feel like the stereotype that you're rich doesn't exactly a bad one. All right, you know what? Here you go. I will I will, I will, will put it on record right now. We can, because we have power on the show. We've already established that. <laughs> Shit. We do. Shit, you, you affected the We have the more Supreme power Court. than Trump. Right? So I'll, so I'll use our power. I'll use it right now for the good of all Irishmen for you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're working right now, right? Yeah, we're yeah. working. Um, you've yeah. got a you've got a beverage with you, don't you? I I do. Yeah, a fine beverage full of alcohol. There you go. You can't even work without drinking. Yeah, sorry, you ruined it. The Irish people they drink. That's just it. You have a you're you're drunk. You're drunk, Brian. Oh, it's true. Every Irishman drinks, <laughs> and you drink and chew you with your last name of Yonka. <laughs> You and your drinking problem. I I do. I do have a dr- I've I've actually I've had a drinking problem since before I was old enough to drink alcohol. Sorry, my non-Jewish Jewish mother. That although although I uh, what I mean by that it's not actually alcohol. I I have had drinking problems 
just before alcohol was involved. I'm sure I've told you this. If I told you about <laughs> my, my struggles with Hawaiian Punch back in the day? You do know Hawaiian Punch is not alcoholic, right? No, that's what I'm saying. I, I before before I struggled with alcohol drinking problems, I had regular drinking problems that were non alcohol based. Oh, oh, like, oh, not okay, right? Yeah. So you had like the I get it. Okay, yes. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the? Did I ever tell you my issues with Hawaiian Punch? No, I mean you drink a lot of Mountain Dew now, which makes I me do. think that you've never drank good things in your life. <laughs> um, so really give up Mountain Dew for alcohol, man. I tell Better you on what. Your liver. I tell you what, uh, pull pull up pull up a chair, Brian. It's uh, it's time for story time with Seth. I'll, uh, oh, faith and bagor. It's story time <laughs> with Seth. I'll I'll regale you with tales of my of my youth ish. So, and this has nothing whatsoever to do with the election, Trump, Bernie Sanders, or Hillary Clinton. This is, by the way, just we're we're gone. We're off topic now. Sorry. So, back in high school, uh, you know, back when I was busy buying pantyhose. I was involved with the, uh, they called it the speech team, but 10% of it was actually people doing speeches and stuff. It was actually, it was drama, acting stuff that was a, uh, inner school competitions where we would literally uh, pile up on the bus on Saturday morning before the sun came up, drove to an, uh, a nearby school and uh, compete against schools from the region all day and then come back when the sun had gone down type thing, right? Now I want to be clear here. You were you were born in what state again? Illinois, the state of long-winded politicians, folks. So when he says he was part of a speech group, <laughs> you can only imagine that like future presidents were in that group. I future uh, congressmen that wouldn't shut up are probably in that group. It's it's probably so. true. And uh, and and Respect. when you hear this story, you'll feel even better about our nation's future. So. Uh, yeah, so we go to like the, a different school, you know, each week and do the thing. And so when the school would host, a lot of times they would try and make it like like they do like a theme, like there was like a space and aliens type theme, and it just basically just dictates how they decorate the the cafeteria where where our teams all congregate when we're not competing. And I remember we went to one school. I don't remember which school it was, but we went to one school, and the theme was like a Hawaiian luau. And so, you know, everybody got laid when they got there and they had, you know, palm tr- like inflatable palm tree decorations and stuff. And every uh, every high school had their own designated like big round table to sit at where the team could, you know, hang out, congregate, practice their shit and then, you know, come back to and 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 hang out when they weren't in their competitions. And every table had that big gallon or gallon and a half jug of Hawaiian punch on it, right? Right. So uh, li- later on in the day, I finished. I finished my stuff, so I come back to the table, and it's it's empty. Like I mean, our shit is there, but all of my teammates are are off either doing events or watching other people events because it, we it was at the time of the day where we were we were completing in the final rounds or competing in the final rounds, I should say. So uh, you were competing so, you know, in the final rounds. Were already clear on this. That's what you're saying. I was done. Oh, so at this point, I was I was done for the okay. day. Um. But I think I may, I generally may, I'm kind of a big deal. So I generally made it to the final rounds. Um, I didn't always take first. I think I did once or twice. But, um, but I, I generally, you know, was up there. I placed. So I go and I sit down and I've got my, I've got my Discman, uh, you know, with the anti-skip protection. Whoa. Because... It's bomb. Yeah. But, uh, and back when things were bomb. So I'm sitting there uh, listening to some music. Now, of course, you know, me being a cool high schooler and, uh, you know, I've got my Discman out and everything, I'm 
pretty sure I was listening to either Sinatra or Harry Connick Jr. Because let's let's not kid ourselves, it's still me. Wow. But uh, I'm sitting there and I start I start drinking the uh, the Hawaiian punch. And when I got it, it was about a third of it left, right in the bottle, maybe a little more than a third of the bottle left. So I I'm sitting there listening to music, hanging out, uh, drinking some Hawaiian punch, waiting for some people on my team to show back up. And I realized that I've actually made a semi-decent dent in what was left in that bottle. And I decide, well, what the hell? I've, you know, I'm always up for a challenge, even if I put it to myself. So I was like, I am gonna see if I can finish this whole thing here. So I just start drinking it. And as I'm doing it, that's when some of my teammates uh, start to, you know, come back in. And they're like, "What are you doing?" And I like, I showed them. I was like, "It used to be right here on the bottle. I like, showed them where the level used to be." And and I was like, I already got it down here. I think I can. I think I'm gonna finish it. And they're like, they're like, okay. I was gonna say. So and this is I why no one on your speech team ever talked to you ever again. <laughs> so I start, you know, drinking it. And of course, now that I have friends there, you know, it becomes, you know, chug, 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 chug. It was which was foreshadowing to my college years. So I'm I I'm chugging, and I and I and I did it. I got I got it down. And as soon as I did, and I you know did that celebratory. <laughs> with the jug, empty jug, carton, container, whatever, bottle thing, whatever you call that, uh, on the table. As soon as I'm done, I instantly realized this was a bad idea. So I also have one of my one of my best friends back in the day in high school was on the team, and uh, and so he's standing there, and he starts, like, you know, like, patting me on the back, like, yeah, way to go, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like a sane person that realizes you might be in discomfort that does a soothing, gentle pat on the back, like, you know, hey, you doing okay, buddy? It was that, like, when the giant in a Disney movie, like, accidentally friendly pats somebody on the back and he, like, flies across the room. It was, like, that kind of, like, gunk, gunk, okay. you know? So, of course, I'm just sitting there going, don't do this bad idea. And I'm just, like, I'm sitting there going, okay, if I don't look green, I definitely feel green at this point. So, I, uh, I you know, but, of course... Other schools have now noticed because the chugging chant was going on. So I'm kind of a focal point of attention in this in this cafeteria that has many Good. high schoolers from our region, and uh, and many of them were 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 cute females because not it was in Illinois it wasn't. <laughs> so I I'm I'm very aware that I'm in a bad position here, but I am not about to let it happen here. So I try and keep my cool. I stand up. I try and look as calm as I can. And I, I turn to walk away, and there's a giant Rubbermaid, like the big big drum-style uh, garbage cans right there, right? The big community garbage can. And I'm thinking, hmm, nope, too much of an audience. I do not want to just blow chunks right here because all of the quote-unquote street cred I just earned from my Hawaiian punch guzzling <laughs> would just be yeah. down I the train. I just want to take right? a moment here to help so you folks realize that high school-age Seth believed that street cred was gained. <laughs> By drinking Hawaiian punch. This explains a lot. Hey, I still think that. Is that not the case? Yeah. You know, just the other day I saw Biggie and Tupac's ghosts drinking a f- ass load <laughs> of Hawaiian punch. And they were like, I'm more street than you. So, yeah. No, I think I, th- I think you're right. Yeah, that's it. Okay, good. Good. I just yeah. want to make sure. So, so I, I, you know, option number one is to, to empty myself into this garbage can. And I'm like, no, not going to do that. Because if I can just get out the door. Uh, just about 10, 15 feet down the hall, across the hallway, is the bathroom. I was like, I can, I can, I can make that, right? So I do that, like, kind of power walk thing where, like, I'm trying to get as much speed as I can without looking like I'm racing out of the room type thing, you know? I get across the hall, I get to the bathroom, 
and I get in the bathroom, and it's like as I'm going into the bathroom, it's it's kind of like that, like. You uh, you like the NBA? It's like the when the shot clock's winding down, and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm out of time," and so I had about ten feet maybe to get to the the toilet, or I could make an immediate left turn and be looking at a urinal. So oh, I took the urinal, and you know how when you uh you know how when you throw up, there's that there's that like kind of like you it, it's I don't know if it's flexing your stomach but there's that there's that stomach muscle action that you do where it's it's definitely a push and you kind of lean into it and you're just like because I've never drank one third of a gallon of Hawaiian punch no 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 I'm nope. just saying in general when you throw don't up get it. you know how usually you double over a little and yeah and yeah yeah there's a, there's like some there's a little bit of pushing effort when I vomit is it is body, it, right? it is as if a Hawaiian volcano has exploded into the sky and beauty and nature pause <laughs> to watch me do what I do. So I don't know what you do, but me. All right, then then you're then you're special. the The majority of those of us uh, that have vomited, and I'm I'm turning to our our listeners now. Uh, you all know there's there's a there's that there's that contraction of your stomach muscles, and you kind of double over, and you and you're done. Not the case here. I was so ready to pop, I didn't even like slightly bow at the waist. I was standing upright. And have you seen Team America World Police? I have. You know the vomit scene? How he just the it's just the puppet opens its mouth and just starts spewing vomit, right? Yes. I looked like a live action Muppet of some kind because I literally just dropped my jaw and just it was like the exorcist. Except it was red so it looked like I'm spewing out blood into a urinal. So of course we have splashback. And it was just, it was it was terrifying. Like I knew what was happening, but in some part of my brain, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm bleeding." So yeah, so I haven't had Hawaiian punch since. Good um, call. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so that was my my one of my glory days back in high school was uh, was when I chugged uh, successfully. We'll say because they don't know what happened in the bathroom. Yeah, sure. Uh, nobody figured that one out. <laughs> Oh, it was bad too, and I and I do remember just like wanting to clear the scene so quick. I don't think I flushed the urinal, so whoever went in there next probably saw this like shallow bowl of blood of blood. Holy <laughs> shit! There's <laughs> vampires at this school, and they can't digest Hawaiian punch well. My <laughs> lord, they're puking in the urinals. The madness. Yeah, it was. I uh, I for one enjoyed your story. It had a a Mark Twainian feel of rural <laughs> Illinois crossed with Hawaii. And also, I really hope a lot of our listeners listen to our podcast during lunch. You're welcome. Right? I know. If you're if you're not if you're not listening at work and getting fired for our uh, our inappropriate comments, then definitely I hope you're at least losing your appetite and or your lunch. You're welcome. We keep you thin. You're welcome. So you're looking good, by the way, listeners. You're looking good. You are. You are. A, you are a good-looking group of people out there. Man. Man. Sexy. Right. Speaking of sexy. Have you heard about what's going on? Do not bring up Miranda Lambert. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I was going to go with... I want to hear any more. I was going to go with another blonde songstress that I don't know if you've heard about. Okay. Uh, Miss Taylor Did Swift. Did you sleep with her? No. Miss Taylor Swift. Oh, you haven't slept with Tadolf Swiftler yet. I'm sorry, who? Taylor Swift yet? Tadolf Swiftler. Explain yourself, sir. She's, like, obviously in control of our youth. Um, she probably has a plan to, you know... Come after somebody. Does but yeah, Tadolf Swiftler. That's just. Does she have blue eyes? Invented for. Her. Yeah. 
blonde. Blonde. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Okay, you can't say, yeah. well, she's blonde. That doesn't mean she has blue eyes. I'm blonde hair, blue eyes, but I, th- not everyone is as perfect as me, okay? Yeah, no. You, under her reign, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, uh, actually, uh, there is a genius, and uh, if if you're a person, if you're a listener of our show and you you uh, go on the website Reddit ever, which I'm a fan of. Uh, it's where you get all up, your news. Take, it is. Uh, take 10 seconds out of your day and just type the words Tadolf Swiffler into the search on that. Uh, there is a subreddit uh, section where someone has taken pictures of uh, Taylor Swift, or sorry, taken pictures of Adolf Hitler <laughs> and put in Taylor Swift quotes over the picture so that it looks as if Adolf, Sw- Adolf Hitler is saying things that Taylor Swift would say. And the subreddit is named Tadolf Swiffler. And it makes me the happiest person ever to say those words. So just Tadolf Swiffler. I don't even actually hate hate Taylor Swift that much. I just, Tadolf Swiffler is a fun name to say. I uh, I, w- I will have to check this out. I've never heard of Tadolf Swiffler. It's it's pretty awesome. But anyway, so you didn't sleep with Taylor Swift, which is a shame because she's single. So that would have not wrecked any marriages, but fine. So you left Tadolf Swiffler alone. What news do you have For of now. her? Oh, you haven't heard about uh, her and uh, and Miss uh, Nikki Bigass. Uh, Nikki Bigass. Nikki Minaj. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say Nikki Bigass. Doesn't he work for like your mobster <laughs> he uncle is, or something? He is. He's he's uh, he's he's in a family business. Nikki, old Nikki Bigass. I, I thought so. Nikki Bigass. Yeah, you know uh, he sleeps with the fishes. Oh no, he's swim, dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get. I what don't know. What the fuck I, accent did I just come up with right there? That was almost. I, I that, don't know. It was almost a uh, eight air hood air kind of thing going. I always did. That was. It's mixed with an old prospector. <laughs> it's an old prospector was, from Minnesota. It was. It was a Bronxian hood, mixed <laughs> with someone from Minnesota at a Lutheran church Ludafisk bake off, <laughs> and a prospector who's just struck gold in the. Uh, the 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 north of California in the 1850s. In other words, so yeah, I'm not sure what you just came up in with. In other words, it is exactly what I intended to create. That was t- incredibly intentional. Yes, Seth's mutant accents are definitely a part <laughs> of our show. So, but yes, uh, n- no, Nikki Nikki Minaj, because I don't want to confuse her with Nikki Big Ass. That's true. He's, he's really quite a guy. He is, or was quite a guy. Obviously, he's he's moved on <laughs> to sleeping with fishes. And I'm not sure if he's moved on as much as he's just he's making sure there's no tan lines on his butt down at the beach. <laughs> that's why that's why he sleeps down at the beach with the fishes. So oh. that's what I mean when I say that. Oh, he's not dead. I don't think he's dead. Oh. No, I don't think he's dead. I mean, like he's dead inside, obviously, well, because right. Nikki Big Ass. They call him Nikki Big Ass. If you called Nikki Big Ass, you'd be like, ah, I'm dead inside. Life's over. This is true. But Nicki Minaj and Tadolf Swiftler, they are uh, they are engaged in a Twitter battle. What? And I hesitate to use the word Twitter battle because it was like the nicest Twitter battle ever. Like Nicki Minaj was mad because uh, she didn't get nominated for Anaconda for Best Video of the Year at the MTV Video Awards. Okay. Which we all know that's a taste maker of the year. I know when the Nobel Peace Prize Committee sits down to avoid the Nobel Prize for Art. They really factor in the MTV Movie Award winner, MTV Video Award winner. Uh, I just got to say, I just got to tell you, we have officially gone full circle because one of the things that I was going to give you shit about uh, from our very first episode is that you uh, you chose that time actually uh, to defend Kanye West and uh, and and went on a similar rant about the MTV Video Music Awards. Here we go. Yay. Every year, this is the time of year. For me to shit on the well, they're every year they're about this time. Yep. So, uh, 
Yeah, um, so I guess uh, the Nicki Minaj is uh, upset, and uh, and uh, yeah, they kind of uh, she was just un- unhappy about it, and, and Taylor Swift was like, "We don't have to be, you don't have to hate. Don't be a hater." Well, haters you know? are gonna hate. Nicki Minaj. That's basically what she said, and uh, Nicki Minaj was like, "I'm not hating. I'm just saying." And Taylor Swift was like, "I know, I know. It's okay. You can. I, I'll share any stage you want with me because it's it's okay because you're awesome." And Nicki Minaj was like, "You're awesome too." And then they drank a bunch of Hawaiian punch together. That's basically the story. That's a, that's a, that's a battle nowadays. Yeah, that's that is what Pat. Well, I mean, when you're fighting Taylor Swift, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say if that's if that's our new standard for battling, uh, go ahead and take us now, China. I think we're ready. Like what? Did you want him to have a gunfight or something? Maybe. Like, like this is you. You wanted her to go all Suge Knight on this and be like, Taylor Swift brings. 45 automatic to MTV video awards. Would you exchanged fires exchanged? Would you not with Nicki be, Minaj? Would you not be interested in that story if that happened? Oh, I'd probably watch the MTV Movie Awards <laughs> if that was how it there went. There you down. go. But they're just now, but T- Taylor Tadolf Swiftler is just going to show up and be super nice to Nicki Minaj now at the award. I'm kind of curious to see, like you know, I not see hear about because I don't watch the MTV Video Awards anymore. I used to when I was in my 20s. Uh, and now that I'm older, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Did they exist when you were in your I 20s? Yeah, oh, God, they existed forever. <laughs> oh, shut your face. They existed <laughs> since the day MTV came into existence. And uh, I used to care because they'd have, like, great performances. And and they still have great performances, I guess. I just feel like I got the same feeling as this this afternoon, for example. Before before I came down here to record the show, yeah. I went into a Forever 21. Why? Because I was looking for a vest. I needed to purchase a vest. Wait a minute, wait a um, minute, wait, 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 wait. I for you? Yes. I thought forever t- do they have a men's section there? Someone told me they did. Someone said, "Oh yeah, you should check Forever 21 and H&M. They've got you should did go in there. They got cheap deals on clothes." Did they I was giggle? Like, okay. Did they giggle when they told you this? No. Okay. No, they they said, "Oh, you should check that." And and I was in the mall and there was a Burlington Coat Factory, which obviously I thought they've got a vest. And I was right, by the way. <laughs> Sponsorous Burlington Coat Factory. That's where I bought my vest. There you go. Wait, um, so that means something happened in Forever 21, and that's what I think we all want to hear about. Right. So I went into Forever 21, and I started looking around for men's clothing. It did not exist there. You know what does exist there? What's that? Pitbull songs. <laughs> 24-7 <laughs> remixed versions of Pitbull songs, like dubstep yep. Pitbull. Um over the top of a million teen girls shopping at full volume. It's like listening to like a whole bunch of chickens kill themselves. <laughs> That's how much noise they it's insane. And like everything is like some weird pastel color that looks like someone just puked Hawaiian punch all over it. You know? So I'm just saying you're you're designing the clothes for Forever Twenty One now, right? Uh I am when I'm not busy breaking up uh country royalty Marriages. I uh, I dabble in some uh, fashion design at Forever Twenty One. You're you're vomiting on T-shirts and selling them to teenagers. I actually I was in Forever Twenty One uh, with with my ex back in the day, and uh, I there is a picture of me somewhere on the interwebs uh, wearing a vest from Forever Twenty One that I'm pretty they have sure. Them? Well, it was not for men, I don't think. Although I uh, I pulled it off. Um, but it, uh, it, I'm pretty sure was at least 85% 
authentic real Muppet hair. It was, uh, Ooh. <laughs> I was like, wow, I put this thing on and I can almost feel a hand up my ass telling me to say things. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was an experience and it, but, it, but the same feeling. So I'm in that store forever 21. I'm just like, Hey, I'm not 21, nor do I feel that I will forever be 21. However, everyone in the store, actually not everyone. There was like, I would say like 70% of the store was teenagers and then the other 30% moms was like Latino mothers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then they were louder than the teenagers. They were very loudly like, uh, this one? No, not this one. And they put it back <laughs> on the wall. This one? No, not this one. They put it back on the wall. I was like, okay, all right. I'm Anyway, so I d- I weirdly enough, I was not the oldest person in there, but I immediately recognized after about a minute of being in the store, because I took all of this in in a moment sure. and literally went, there are no vests here. I have been <laughs> lied to. I'm leaving. And I turned around and went out and went and bought my vested bed. But same thing with MTV Movie Awards. I was told there would be music here. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm out. So that's why I don't watch the MTV Movie Awards. For the same reason, I will never go back into a Forever 21. Because I do not feel like they have anything that I want there any longer. That's fair, especially because they didn't nominate Anaconda. And let's face it, that was your favorite video of the year. That was the best video. There was sensational amounts of butts. Yeah. I mean, the amount of butts just defied logic. There were butts, and then the butts kept coming. So much butts. So since since you are definitely the connoisseur of um, music video rears, the ass master. You, you're the okay. ass master, sure. Um, you're Thank the you. you're you're our generation's Sir Mix-a-Lot. I don't know if I want to assume that crown, but I will stand near that crown and enviously look upon it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm curious, in your opinion, which was the better ass video, Anaconda or Booty by J Lo and Iggy Azalea? Oh, Anaconda by far. Really? By far. Um, for starters, now. Don't get me or go, don't get me twisted here. Booty features two very fine booties. I mean, Iggy Azalea's butt is definitely, as far as booties go, one of the great booties here in the kingdom of Bootalot, um, <laughs> Sir Mixalot, presiding lord. Um, sure, sure. I feel like I could be like Duke Duke Buttsalot or something. I feel like if I was going to have a butt name in the kingdom of asses, that would be it. Um, but anyway, I think, we there. Do, I think we just call you Duke Ass. Duke, that just sounds terrible. It sounds like someone that would fly a Confederate flag on their lawn. <laughs> hey, that's Duke Ass over there. Yeah, Duke Ass. Yeah. It actually does sound. No, no, like, it sounds like the name somebody down there would give their dog. Actually, hey, Duke Ass. Duke Ass, come <laughs> over here and finish this beer for me, Duke Ass. That that actually does sound like. Uh, so it says no, not Duke. I I will take. I will assume the title of. The Viscount of Booty. That's what I want to be known as. The Viscount of, of Butts or something. I, I got to figure I, that I, one you gotta out. You got to go with Booty. Get back to me on that one. I'm going to work on that. And, okay. Uh, probably this time next year when we do our <laughs> second anniversary. <laughs> I, will have, I will have earned my title in the kingdom I'll of asses. I'll tell you what. Uh, the, I'm going to challenge you now, and you're going to have to try and finish this entire episode uh, with this in the back of your mind. I want you to know your uh, your your ass man title by the uh, end of this episode. It should be your sign off line. Oh, good point. Yeah. So there ah, you go. Damn. Challenge extended. Right. Accepted. Boom. Um, serious. I. Uh, but no. Uh, Anaconda was by far the better video. Uh, it was amazing. I don't. 
the the, ta- the Taylor Swift video that's nominated is the one for Bad Blood, which is terrible video. It's so bad. Um, if you're gonna nominate anything, nominate uh, Shake It Off. That was a good video. Great was video. It, was or it a good blank video? Space. Shake It Off was great. I was fine with Shake It Off. The song blank was catchy, space but was the video. video I thought was. I mean, eh. I'm sorry, sir, that. Miranda Lambert by the lake on the 4th of July attracts you, but Taylor Swift <laughs> in a cheerleader outfit does nothing for you. We all can't be over 30 songstresses cheating on our <laughs> husbands. I'm sorry. I like what I like, okay? So soon. Fine. Leave me to enjoy the Tadolph Swiftlers in there. <laughs> fine. Fine. Uh, you know what? Her butt is pretty good for white girls. I'm just going to say it. Put it out there. I've it's a thing not many people notice about Tadolf. I'm trying is to that decide. She has a good butt. I'm trying to decide if that's is that racist. I don't think that's right. I, I don't know. That, that Tadolf has a nice butt. No, no, no. That, that you classified uh, that she has a nice butt, quote unquote, for a white girl. I'm trying to decide if that's if there's racial tones there. Um, I feel like that's kind oh, of been totally a, theme, racial a theme for the past year. Is is uh, was that offensive? Like that could actually probably be <laughs> a subtitle for our show in general. Just was that offensive? Pretty much. That's should like most of our show is. Should I be offended and the answer by is that? usually yes. <laughs> the answer is usually yes and yes um, to those two questions. And, um, uh, thanks for listening, all our listeners that like to be offended. I, I appreciate it. Uh, um, uh, going going away from from sorry from the butts. I'm gonna have to tear you away from that. Uh, I, because fine. Leave Bootylandia. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna travel away from Bootylandia. Um, again, since Astopia. <laughs> Uh, since this is our our, uh, our our one year anniversary special, as it were, uh, we've got a couple surprises, and one of them is that I, I, for our longtime listeners, they've actually heard a few songs that we've released that we've written. Any of our listeners of recent time, that the the song we open and close with, that's us. Uh, that is a that's that's that was a, that's an original downstairs neighbors, but we actually did something uh, just for fun. A little while back, we were just, you know, we were just kind of jamming out, uh, working on some covers. These are definitely not, we can't take credit for these, but we, uh, and we, we, we were in the studio with it and, um, and we just kind of rolled, rolled on it. And, uh, so I thought it would be fun as kind of a special treat for our, uh, our longtime listeners and our new listeners. I think we should release that, uh, that jam session. What do you think? I look down from my throne of Astopia <laughs> and say yes. And say, yay. Let the music be free. Yay, do I say. Let it roam free through the ear canals of our fine listeners. All right. So we'll get that up on our SoundCloud, which if you haven't found us yet, we're on SoundCloud. Just search Downstairs Neighbors. Um, uh, uh, of course, it'll be on our Facebook, and and, uh, and you'll probably be able to find it, I imagine, on our website, dryrunproductions.net slash Downstairs Neighbors. But, uh, but yeah, so we'll get that up, and uh, if you're listening to this episode, you should be able to listen to that as well. We'll try and get them out at the same time, I guess. I, I did want to venture down memory lane with you, though, Brian, because we've come a long way uh, with our music. Yes. Yes, we have. And I don't know if you can even recall it, but do you remember where we, got our, where we, got our, where we had our first live performance as Downstairs Neighbors? I do indeed. Uh, tell 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 our listeners about that, would you, sir? Well, we discovered uh, that there was an open mic night, which is a place where they will let anyone in to touch the microphone, and <laughs> we decided that we were anyone and that we would go in and do that. Uh, and it was at a bookstore called Ten Dollars or Under in Northridge, California. Oh yes, I remember that. 
I forgot the name of it. That is, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, a fine bookstore of, of much literal note. So we went there to play our songs, which are amazing. And uh, I think we played last, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, were literally like, you, we, we closed you the show. You know, we were the headliners, you know. We were the headliners. Technically, I'm going to say that that's what we went and not that they looked at us and were like, God, let them go last so that no one leaves. <laughs> um, and no one did leave because they were like, oh, man, we got to see this band. And all seven people that were there <laughs> listened to us. Hey, and you know what? The guy that hit. At, le- at least at least five of those seven people even clapped for us. That's true. The one guy that didn't clap for us was the dude that wrote um, right wing vampire fiction. <laughs> uh, he did not <laughs> clap for us, which I was just I wanted his respect because his right wing vampire novels were amazing. Uh, literally, it was I believe one passage was it was a dark night on Santa Monica Avenue. Thank God I had my gun or and uh, my conceal and carry permit or the vampires would have gotten me. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yep. Uh, and the story only got better from there. Um, I don't remember if Jeb Bush showed up at the end to save him, but probably. <laughs> I, uh, I, he, I remember he did not care about for our music. He, uh, yeah, because was, that, was, that was interesting. That, that, uh, that, that vampire fiction stuff was... It was especially memorable. Clearly it, memorable. Well, and especially because if you remember one of the stipulations at the open mic night, which we had to actually edit uh, one of our songs or two of our songs, was uh, because it was in a bookstore and they wanted it to be mm. open to all ages, they did s- explicitly say uh, no profanity. Yeah. And um, and I remember that this guy, like in his in his sample reading that he did, uh, there was the F word a few times. <laughs> um, <laughs> there right. was there was definitely some shit and damn, and I feel like cock might have even been involved. And I just remember glancing over at the uh, the poor, I'm gonna say college student chick that you know was working there that was running the thing with her clipboard, and just like she looked, you could tell, you know, they they she didn't want to, you know, ha- cause a scene because you know nobody said anything to him. They let him they let him finish his reading, but it was like you could just see she was just like I don't know what to do. Ah, it was uh, it was memorable for sure. But uh, about but the time that the main character told the Latina hooker that he was talking to, <laughs> listen, bitch, this vampire shit ain't gonna go down like this. Fucking a, yeah. It was sort of like, and we all feel uncomfortable now, but whatever. <laughs> so, but hey, at least we still censored our song. So that was. You know, what did we we censored uh, everybody? I remember it was that. everybody. Yeah, because it, we, we uh, because it, I think there's a line in there. I should know it's our song. Uh, the co- uh, the chorus we say. Um, um, God, yeah, it is our song. What do we say? Don't Something let them get you down. Shit. Don't let them beat, beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions. Yeah, no you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't, don't let them talk, talk that, that shit. shit. That's it. Yeah, we said. Don't what did we change it to? What was the TV edit we used? Oh God, don't let them talk that. I think it was like "Don't ever take that hit" or something. Yeah, like it, I think it was it, "Don't ever it, take that hit" or something like that. Yeah, kind of worked, but it was definitely not. It's not what we normally do. Right. Normally, it's "Don't let them talk that shit." So yeah. But uh, yes, that was our first gig, and uh, there have been many more kind and good ones since then. But that one does stick out in my mind, thanks to uh, Vampire Bill, as I will dub <laughs> him from now on. So Brian, uh, we've mentioned a few times that it is our uh, our one year anniversary special, and it uh, is. I actually have a surprise for you. He said, pretending that you couldn't see who was already in the studio with us. Oh, what did you get me, Seth? 
Uh, I don't know if you remember from way back in the day, but one of our earliest guests, the great Polish hope, Mr. Alex Vignatolo. The the he finest Polish sausage amongst the bunch, you mean? The finest of all the Polish sausages. He uh, He happens to be out here in L.A. on his honeymoon, and... Like the start of any good marriage, he ditched his bride and decided to join us for the episode. So nice. uh, we're welcome, sexier. Alex Vignitolo. The great Polish hope is in the house. The Polish version has a yaw at the end of it. So yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out. I lied earlier when I said I said we're sexier. We're not, but we we're definitely hairier. We're definitely hairier. We are definitely hairier than your wife. Yeah. A little bit. So, I mean, if if you were looking for hair content here in Los Angeles, we've got that covered. Hair and I'd have to say smog. There's a little bit more smog than I remember, you know. Yes. We do have quite a bit of smog. Quite a bit of smog. Uh, You know, there wasn't as much smog a week ago, but someone went and fucked Miranda Lambert, and now the world's ending. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm done with that, okay? Done. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Miranda and Blake. I hope everything works out for both of you in the I end. Hope so I hope I don't. Too. Exactly. I hope so, too. <laughs> I don't. America's sweethearts right there, and you had to go yeah. mess with it. So. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that is so the opposite of what you've been saying this whole episode. Your beautiful love story. Beautiful. It's like a country song is writing itself, you could say. It's right? true. Exactly. You better watch there yourself, you Yonka. You'll wind up in sad country ballads. <laughs> written by us probably probably but, we do. Uh, so I figured because Mr. Alex here is kind of uh, a movie guru like uh, like you I figured we should probably discuss well I- again I called it I said it I don't know how many times in the last few episodes but Ant-Man was a surprising I'm doing air quotes success and uh, I think y'all should just start, you know, praising how awesome I am for a little bit, and then we can talk about the movie. So by surprising, do you mean the second lowest Marvel yeah. grossing movie of all time? Yeah, that was surprising. <sighs> now, was it, don't get me wrong. About the it is an auxiliary you mean to tell character. Me, you mean to tell me that it's not, in your opinion, one of the better Marvel standalones? I am not saying that at all. I'm just saying it is well, not one of the highest grossing Marvel Well, that movies. is true. But with that being said, it was a fabulous movie. I thought it was freaking amazing. Yeah. So Paul Rudd was awesome. Michael Pena was awesome. Michael, Michael Pena was Douglas great. was awesome in it. I saw that's it in true. 3D even, and the 3D was even yeah. pretty good. So, you know, that's saying something because I hate 3D movies. Oh, and by the way, I'm just going to leave spoiler rule in effect for this one because it's too new. Okay. So no spoilers. spoilers. So that part where we talk about how Michael Douglas winds up blowing a minion. Oh, shit. I mean, um, oops. What did I just say about spoilers, Brian? Crossover. Damn it. (laughs) That's how Universal's finally going to make money on their crap movies. Um, No, Michael Douglas was great. I just want to – oh, let's start it at uh, somewhat of the – I know we just said no spoilers, but here's (laughs) – how about that de-aging job on Douglas, right? Dude, was legit. When he walked in the room, I was like – Holy hell, what the fuck? I was just like, that is okay. some hella good makeup. And then I was like, wait, no, they did the thing they did to Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, and it worked. But only, now, yeah, like better. Because when they yeah, did Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, it was kind of weird. Like it worked. Right? It they looked weird. like plastic or something. Yeah, it wasn't. Question as good. on that, though. 
that that opening scene, which this isn't a spoiler for the movie, it, yeah, they they establish a backstory of a character by going back in time at the beginning of the movie to show Michael Douglas when he was younger. Correct. It's not a spoiler, but um, I was confused, and maybe it was just she wasn't on screen long enough. But the woman in that scene with him when he when in the in the past, it was Haley Atwell, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. Carter. Agent Carter. Mind. Did totally. you think it was his wife? Well, actually, what's really funny was I. It looked like um, uh, the the main actress in the movie in Ant Man. Evangeline Lilly. There you go. Looked like her with an aging job, in my opinion. And I was I was so confused because I was like, <laughs> I thought it was his wife because I was like, that's weird. Why would she be in this scene? And then she's. She's younger not. later. <laughs> what is happening? His Marvel? daughter. Wait, what? Seth just had a senior moment where he's like, "Wait, is that the same person <laughs> I, that I know before? Are all people the I same?" I know this person. I think. I, I think I know this person. I, 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 that, is that my cousin Jim? Is 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 cousin Jimmy in this movie? Jimmy. He was that lady. <laughs> he was that lady. It's okay. We all. I, I was. I was the. Uh, I was the lady that leans over and talks during all the quiet pauses. Did yeah. you see that Michael Douglas? He's so young looking He's right now. He's such a dreamboat. Oh my! Good looking guy. Is this 1987 again? Am I? Is, <laughs> am I watching <laughs> Wall Street again? What is this? <laughs> what happened? Oh my goodness! Gordon Gecko in the flesh. Oh, so he is great. so dreamy. So dreamy. Yeah, no. Uh, that was particularly good. I thought all the Ant Man sequences where oh, Paul Rudd was actually Ant Man was were done very oh well. Oh yeah, those were really good. Because um, I mean, like honestly, watching the trailers, I could see why people were saying, "Oh, this is going to be Marvel's first flop." Mm. Let's be honest, fifty-eight million its opening weekend is not a flop by any means, right? Or stretch of the imagination. I'm sure they're sitting comfortable with that, but. Having it be an auxiliary character in the Marvel universe, it, a very not well known character, right? And kind of a silly, kind concept of a silly anyway. concept, which they pulled off amazingly. I mean, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, I, I believe they kept most of what Edgar Wright had done in Joe Cornish. Yeah, but I mean, whatever Adam McKay and Paul Rudd did with the rewrites, I mean, they made it work, mm-hmm. and they they made it seem like it was an actual story as opposed to being a Marvel story. Right. That being said, the glaring issue I had with it, as with most Marvel Tell movies... Tell me who's the bad guy. The bad guy. Yeah. Fuck that One-dimensional, guy as my lovely brand-new bride... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who you've abandoned somewhere in the streets of Hollywood. Yeah, she she <laughs> might be at the Hollywood sign. I don't know. She might be in Rodeo Drive. Who knows? Did you um, leave, like, a scarecrow? Did you leave, like, an Alex dummy that she thinks she's with she right now? She thinks I'm in the backseat of the car, but... I'm not. Nice. It's a blow-up doll. I gave it to her for <laughs> her honeymoon. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Uh, blow-up doll. Oh, yeah, blow-up doll. The villain. Um, <laughs> no, the villain. I mean, Corey Stahl is a great actor, but with the villains, as in most Marvel movies, it it's just one-dimensional, and it, they need to start getting better villains. And I I hope to God that they start doing it because pretty soon the big big baddie of the Marvel universe is coming into play, so yeah. they have to really. If, if that if leads yeah, up to that being the only villain that they have that works for them, that's gonna be not good. Right. I have you this know. bad sneaking suspicion that Josh Brolin's Thanos is gonna wind up just being a really big version of all their crappy villains. Like he's just gonna be like like there'll be a couple like colors put in there of like oh he's into Leonard Skinner and he's also into. 
potato salad, but he also just wants to conquer the universe. Like, there'll be no real... Like, the problem they have with their people is, like, the main character, like, Corey Stoll's character in Ant-Man, has no motivation and nothing about him other than, I want to defeat Hank Pym. That's it. That's yeah. all he is. Like, yeah. Bowser in Mario had more motivation <laughs> than this guy. That is guy a great analogy. He is the like Bowser to Ant-Man's... Mario. Yeah. I mean, like, that, was, that was it. He's like, oh, I'm uh, my lovely bride. Oh, that's what I was saying. My beautiful brand new bride. She referred to him as a ridiculous evil character, Ed, strictly because he was bald. Like, <laughs> she's like, he looks ridiculous, and I don't like him because he's bald and evil, and it's so typical of an evil character. Well, he was definitely, uh, I mean, first of all, just on the whole, the the one word I was able to come up t- uh, with to describe him is he was just a fucking dweeb. Like, that, he literally... Like, like, he was an evil version of Hank Pym. Yeah. Is essentially what he was, which... But he also didn't was... work. Th- and this is And this isn't even spoiler-worthy, because the one of the things that I didn't like was that there was literally no swerve. Like, you knew from the second you saw him... He was a bad he's guy. He's the bad guy. <laughs> oh, that guy's there? He's gonna be a bad guy who puts on the yellow jacket suit. Yeah. Oopsies. Well, you bring up an Not interesting like thing... a fall or anything, yeah. Yeah, like, you bring up an interesting thing uh, that he was basically an evil dweeb. I... And this is speculation. I don't want to go too far out on a limb No, they didn't base the character off me, Brian. Shut up. Oh, okay. I really thought they did. I write up. I mean, he even slept with Miranda Lambert in the movie, so I really thought that was going to be the moment <laughs> where it was a selling point. Which but was uh, my favorite sequence, by the way. Sorry, what were you going to say, though? It was really brutal. Um, no, I was going to say, um, in the DC universe, uh, this this is again speculation. I really dig the way that there that um, obviously one of the other big movie news things we haven't really talked much about, uh, and not not going away, but this will tie in kind of what we're talking about. Uh, the Batman vs Superman trailer. I was very impressed with Jesse Eisenberg's um, Lex Luthor just in the trailer, obviously. So, like I said, it's all speculation. But they seem to have really hit on the, like, he doesn't feel dangerous as much as he feels like a snake in the grass. Like, he feels like when you see, like, a shark's fin. Like, that's, like, the vibe I got off Jesse Eisenberg's performance. I don't think he's going to be, like, Heath Ledger Joker worthy. But I just really think that... Batman vs. Superman may have nailed it with their villain, like with Lex Luthor, in the what an angry dweeb, what a, what an evil dweeb can bring to a role, and what I really wanted Corey Stoll to bring was this sense of ominous dread, um, in that they control everything around them before it even starts. You know, like they've put so much thought into the crime that they're about to commit that there's no way. They've th- it, like the chess master villain, I guess, is what I'm going for. You know, they've thought out all yeah. the moves and they beat you before you even showed up. And I like Corey Stoll was dumb. Like that yellow jacket guy was an idiot throughout the most like yeah. most of the time. I was just like, wow, this is your plan. You like, did he even really have a plan? That's what um, I was gonna say. I was like, no, his plan he, was to make to money. make money. <laughs> that was, like, I mean, that yeah. was his plan. He was the Mark Zuckerberg of the <laughs> Marvel universe, <laughs> kind of, yeah, essentially. But with which, even less. To color. your point, I agree. Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor looks freaking amazing. I, I, I had hairs on the back of my neck a little bit when he said the red capes are coming. The red capes oh, are coming. Yeah. Line. I was like, okay, this is gonna be cool. I didn't. I didn't get to see that trailer. You have not seen the new what, Dawn of no. Justice trailer yet? No. Have you seen How? the Suicide Squad trailer? No. Wow. What? Yeah, I know. And that has Do you not have the internet? What the what? <laughs> Do you not have the internet? Is it not invented? What, what is that? What, where you're? It's a your collection house? of things that you can look at. 
on yeah. a computer. Wait, wh- what? Yeah. Don't Computers. worry. Michael Douglas will help you find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They keep Mc- talking about some internets or something. I don't know what What's they're talking about. What's a web browser? What's a b- who's browsing in spider webs? This sounds in awful. This movie? Uh no, actually I um uh I don't know if any of these trailers w- were the trailers before Ant-Man good guys cuz I missed them all. Well, actually, they, they, they were there was good. a Batman vs Superman trailer, but there was no Suicide Squad trailer. That was No, uh, I saw the Suicide Squad one on the interwebs. On the interwebs, uh, interwebs about, yeah. Uh, I was but one yeah, of those horrible people that watched the illegal version of it first, yeah, and then when too. they were like, "Fuck I it, let's put it up," I watched that too. You caught me, DC. I watched the the <laughs> leaked version. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah. Brian's admitted to killing people on this it's show. Cool. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I do remember actually seeing something on that 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 book of faces where the, they did finally release it or something. So I guess I could probably go find it and watch it. But yeah, they they I believe released it after everyone leaked it basically because they. I don't know if either of you guys saw it either on the interwebs. Um, DC or whoever's releasing Warner Brothers uh, came out with a tweet or something that like basically chastised everyone for downloading the leaked version of yeah. the Suicide they Squad. Like, I guess it was something like they 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 hated to have to release, release it, it na- like worldwide on the internet. Yeah, but. Um, Especially because they wanted exclusivity from Comic Con, exactly. But because of piracy and people doing it, they, they didn't want to let it remain in bad quality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, here you go, fans. <laughs> bad on you, <laughs> dicks. So, um, so were there any good though trailers before Ant Man? Um, well, I mean, uh, you know me, nerdgasm alert. Uh, Star Wars in IMAX was yeah. freaking out. Was there a new Star Wars trailer? Or is it the same? It wasn't one? the new one, but it was the same one. But I get goosebumps every time I see it. Right. And Han and Chewie come in at the end. That's going like, oh. yeah. to be pretty badass. Yeah. Um, okay, I have to ask you guys because I've been reading about it and I, I honestly. He don't learned know. how to read! Yay! Thank you. Thank you. It <laughs> takes time, but I did. Yay! Um, d- okay, Jurassic World took over everything after Fast 7 or Furious 7 made a billion dollars. Jurassic World made a ton of money. Did it? It made it broke the opening box office yeah. weekend records. Made a lot of money. It made so much and it's now the third most grossing movie of all time, I believe. Holy I just read. Oh shit. Okay. Um the Star Wars is going to destroy it. Do you believe Star Wars is going to destroy all these records? Star Wars is going now, to Now the only reason I don't is because it is in December and December weather-wise could have an effect, but I with however many people you see it, Star Wars Celebration, you know, the Star I can't Wars imagine, convention I cannot stuff, imagine I can't the Star Wars not movie see not Star Wars not making well. like a won't billion break dollars. Not breaking it. Won't? It. Will not. You know why? Christmas Day. It's coming out Christmas Day. No, it's coming uh, out the 17th or 19th or something. I'm pretty sure. Cause I'm looking it up right now because I'm pretty sure I it's Christmas Day. I thought it was Day. the 17th, yeah. I think it's the 17th or 19th. It's one if of it's the, the 17th it's not or Christmas 19th, though. they might. I think either way, I don't think it's going to break records. The, exact the thing is, I'm sure it will have legs after that. I don't know if it'll break oh, like yeah. all those. It'll have legs because there's, let's face it, nothing coming out the rest of that month or the next couple months after that. Well, you, you're really, right. Like anything big. I looked it up December 18th, but I do think Christmas is going to get in the way. People are traveling. People are exactly. moving around. That's, that was it's another too reason much. why I thought There's it There's too not. much going on. It's too busy. Like, yes, Star Wars is amazing, but your mom is not canceling Christmas for Star Wars. <laughs> so, I, I, well, unless your mom thing, is though, like Christmas amazing. Day, Christmas Day is actually a huge go-to-the-movies day. 
Like that is a tradition for a lot of people, and not doing anything except for opening presents in the morning. Exactly, and and it's like it's actually been a thing for the last few years when I've gone back to Illinois, where um, just like that after Christmas morning, uh, we we go see a movie, and it's gotten to the point where we've actually had to in the last couple years buy tickets online in advance because they sell out. Like it's the whole big movie theater lobby's full, line goes out the door for like. Not just one particular movie. Like, there's multiple movies that you're hearing the announcement. This this showing is sold out. It's Christmas Day. Uh, did it's, somehow it's become big, go but to it's a movie not, day. Here, here's the problem. Well, a you're in Illinois. What are they going to do? Watch a Bears game? No one wants to be sad at Christmas, so they're not <laughs> doing that. Um, <laughs> oh, there it is. One year but in, and that's the first shot. I, yeah. I, here's the, the the reason that some the reason Jurassic World broke tons of records is because it's June. Kids just got out of school. Dad doesn't have work. Everybody's on vacation. What are you going to do? You're going to really hang out with your family all day? Hell no. But that is it, it is multiple Christmas days is why Jurassic World. Jurassic World was like a week where nothing happened. And it was right before Memo- the um, end of June. Like so it like the day it came it came out in a great release slot, June 12th. Fantastic. Like Pixar was there a couple years ago with Brave and they set all kinds of records. Is it's he just a literally doing the Moneyball thing with movie releases yeah, right now? I think he is. <laughs> yeah, no, because people do do it, and it does make sense. When did Fast and the Furious uh, made April, over a billion dollars? Because it got released in April. Whatever, yeah. How many billion dollar movies have been released in December? None, but that's the thing is there are so many diehard Star Wars nerds like yeah. myself and Seth probably. Oh yeah, that are gonna go see it eight. Nine twenty times, you know. I, granted, I probably that's not the opening weekend. Times, you can't yeah. do that opening. True, weekend, but I just—I don't know. I saw uh, what was it? A was it? A, I think it was Avengers: Age of Ultron. I saw that twice opening weekend. I remember me and Brian and Trey. I think saw the, the original first Avengers. Yeah. Avengers like you guys twice, saw it twice in the same row. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah back, I remember back. you guys saw it and you went home and like, fuck it, let's go see it again. Because Jordan like, got for inviting home me. And we're like, yeah. hey, fuck it, let's go watch it again. Let's go watch it again. Real good. No, I agree with you. I think you're going to get people seeing it back to back. A, it'll it will also come down to how good is the new Star Wars movie. If it makes fans really happy, hell yeah, they'll see it a lot. If fans go to it and there's an, even a smidgen of backlash, you will lose a lot. They will lose a lot of business. They will not break. They That's won't true. beat Jurassic World. I also, oh my God, I pray, I pray that it. I can't in my mind see it being worse than the prequels. I, I no, literally can't. God no. It, just from the trailers and stuff that I've seen, I can't see it being worse than prequels. With that said, I agree with everything Brian just said because it is going to kind of – that first go-around is going to be like, is this movie good? Like literally that's what people are waiting for now is a good Star Wars movie. Right. And they kind of have a lot riding on it because they have all the anthology films yeah. and eight, nine coming out. Like they have a Star Wars movie coming out every year for the next five years. And I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it'll be a good movie. I'm excited movie. too. Don't get me wrong. I, I yeah. Well, I'm I mean, totally this excited. movie has th- a lot hinges on this movie being good. Which Not it even will. good, like great, just good. It will be. It'll be same fantastic. with Batman versus Superman. That movie has a lot riding on it for being just good. Not even great. Not even like really good. Just good. Yeah. So no, I, and I think I think I think Star Wars will be good. I am excited for it. Of course, I I'm a huge fan of it. Objectively looking at it. It definitely has a chance to cross a billion dollars, but do I think it does in in December or even in December, January? Eh, I don't know. But yeah, no, it could definitely cross a billion. 
but I guarantee you it's not going to set any opening weekend records. I don't think. I think it's just too shaky that weekend. You're just so many people moving around. That's that's what I think. Now, opening weekend, sure, but I do think as far as overall grossing movies, I think it stands a chance because I think that there are so many generations now of Star Wars fans. That's true. And there's a lot of us that have been waiting for something after episode three to, to kind of take that taste out to of To wash mouth. the palate yeah. out. Well, I, agree. I mean, let's I, no, be I agree. honest. Nobody I, I thought they were ever going to make another Star Wars movie again also, so, I mean, they got that riding on it, too. That's true. I figured it would happen until George Lucas's wife wanted some more money, and then George Lucas would make another <laughs> Star Wars movie. Okay, I'll give you some we, more. Jeez. We really need to thank all of the divorcees of Hollywood because that's the reason a lot of movies get made. Like Steven Spielberg made uh, the that last Indiana Jones movie because he needed more money. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the movies, like when you're like, "Oh man, I want to see another Jurassic Park movie." Well, guess what? Steven Spielberg needs more money. So, boom, problem solved. Uh, but I just think with uh, with Star Wars, you got to take your expectations, which are high, but be careful. You might have to just back them up. Just, just back them up a little. Just back them up. Just back them up. Back them up. Reverse a little. Michael Pena style. Back them up. 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 Back him up. <laughs> Alex, I just got a text message from your wife. You son of a bitch, it says. About that, I guess I might have to go get my wife. Yeah, I actually just saw a news report on uh, on the on, on my phone here on the interwebs. Apparently there's some crazed Oregonian woman who's just been like running amok in downtown Hollywood by Grauman uh, Theater. You might want to check, that, check that out. Oh, and by the way, you're welcome, California. We brought you rain, FYI. Thank you. We Thank needed you. it. Jesus. Except, except, except now it's just kind of turned into a nice uh, muggy hot sauna. Yeah, can you take so the humidity back with you when you go? You're welcome. My God, I don't want it anywhere. Uh, yeah, we probably will. We're expecting it. You know, it's it's... It's a thing. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us, Alex. We'll have to seduce you back down here to the uh, the Dark Lord's layer of Hollywood again so you can yeah. join us. Oh, yeah, anytime. I Come back guys. around more often. And we should also take the show up on the road. Let's go up to – let's. T- we, we've got to go to Chicago, but we uh, we should go back up to Oregon and visit our old uh, stomping I grounds. would do that. That, w- that would be delicious and awesome. And then we can talk about movies up there because it's Oscar season soon. Just to throw that out there. Oh my bum, God, bum, it's bum. not even close. Yes, hey, <laughs> yes, it is. September, beginning of September now, and it gets earlier they every start year. Oscar oh movies my God. that early. Yeah, they do. All right. Well, anyway, thank you very much for joining us, Alex. Oh yeah, anytime. All right. Well, we are out of time, Brian, and uh, I do want to thank again Alex Vignatolo for taking time out of his honeymoon yep. to uh, to stop in and say hi to us. That was uh, very nice of you, sir, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, also, just again to all of our listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we've been having a hell of a lot of fun doing this show. We uh, appreciate you guys have been listening, and uh, if you'll if you'll let us, you know, we'll keep doing you know many more year anniversaries and maybe some shows in between them as well. But um, as always, keep the uh, keep the feedback coming. We've got some interesting comments on our Facebook lately. I don't know if you've seen some of that stuff, but. Uh, uh, we had one uh, one listener was curious if uh, if it was a specific type of orange that they needed to use when beating their children to avoid leaving marks. 
or if there were vari- variations on oranges that would work. So I thought that was kind of interesting. We'll test it for um, you and, and get back to you on that. Absolutely, yeah. Much testing will occur. Bring us the children, please. Right. Um, and the oranges. But uh, but no, so definitely, oh, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search Downstairs Neighbors. Right now you're looking for a profile picture of Frankie in a guitar case and an adorable little kitten in a bowl of cereal as the cover photo because that's what Brian selected. Boom. And um, you can also find us on Instagram at Downstairs Neighbors. Or, also or, on Twitter or at... Or, or at Cat Ladies, apparently. Um, that is also... Because <laughs> of all the cat pictures, and or then uh, yeah, we're on Twitter at D Neighbors Band, and of course you can email us at uh, downstairsneighborsband at gmail dot com. And if you've got cute pictures of cats, send us those. Oh yeah, I know cute pictures of cats. Uh, hey, lady listeners, cute pictures of you with cats. I'm okay with that too. Oh shit, wait, don't tell Miranda I said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Miranda Lambert, she uh. She's a she's a feisty one. She may get upset if she uh, she knows I'm trolling for cat lady pictures. I think Miranda Lambert is a cat lady though. Secretly, hey Miranda, babe, I know you're listening. Why don't you uh, send in some uh, some cat pictures? You know. Yeah, get on it, it Miranda Lambert, please. Yeah, jeez, and and for Brian, uh, uh, Blurk Blurk shirt, and if you wanted to send in some some shirtless photos of you and with a cat, Brian, or, would or like just sh- sit in your stupid chair, light yourself on fire, and hit the button. That'd be cool too. He is our new boss, Brian. Yeah, I don't like him. I have rebelled against every boss I've ever had. I'm rebelling against him. You're drunk. I am not. <laughs> I sobered up about um, 10 minutes ago <laughs> when we talked about butts. <laughs> that sobered me up. Nice. Like, so it was longer than 10 minutes ago. Whatever. That was much longer. You're definitely drunk. So um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. It has been a fun year for us. We hope you've enjoyed it. This has been Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. And I am the Emperor Gluteus Maximus of Aslandia. Beautiful! There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody This has been a Dry Run production.